Hey guys, what's up? This is Andy Frisella, and you're listening to the MSCEO Project Podcast. Uh, if this is your first time listening, I'm an entrepreneur. I started 16 years ago with $12,000. My business partner and I, Chris, uh, we started a nutrition store. Uh, first day in sales, we sold $7. It took us eight months to have a day over $200. We lived in the back of that first store, and we talked about conquering the world together. Today, 16 years later, we do over $100 million uh, in sales annually. Uh, we have over 100 employees, and this is my way of cutting through the bullshit, getting you the facts, and bringing you the truth of entrepreneurship. I'm here with my co-host, Vaughn Kohler. How you doing? And today, we're going to talk about what, Vaughn? Well, we're going to talk about uh, your peer group. Peer groups, huh? Yeah, peer Sounds groups. Sounds exciting. But uh, before we do that, I uh, I noticed you were passing around a, a book earlier. Be, yeah. You're a Gary Vaynerchuk fan. I am. Yeah. What was the book? Uh, the book is Jab, 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 Right Hook. Yeah. You, tell me why you're passing that around. I'm, I'm fascinated. Uh, because we have a, uh, here in the office, I like to, I like to educate the young fellers. Yeah. And uh, when the young fellers... Don't listen to Andy. Sometimes they listen to actual books. Right. Even though I may have already read the book and took the lessons and try to teach them. Right. They might hear it better, you know, straight from the man. I like I like Gary. Yeah, that's I do too. A, that's He's a, good, a great guy. He, yeah. Uh, I've never met him in person, but I'm a big fan of, of the work that he does. Um, passionate dude. Definitely, yeah. you know, no bullshit guy. Uh, yeah. And, and I can appreciate that. And you said you have read Crush It? Oh, yeah. Yeah, great, a great book. book. That's a, that's a great I, book. I would recommend. He's one of my favorite authors. Uh, yeah. Um, you know, Gary, uh, Jeffrey Gittimer, Seth Godin. I I don't see how – you can't really can't be in business and not read right. those guys' books. Right. I mean, that's it. Well, Every single one of them, too, not just, like, one of them. Well, Gary's a lot like you. I, I, uh, I, re- I specifically remember watching a podcast of his uh, – a video podcast where he talked about – how everybody obsesses about what you name your product. Yeah. And he's like, it's ridiculous. If you have a good product, just name it whatever. It, it, will, be, it will be a good product. Right. Yeah, people will find out about <clears> it. He, uh, he's, I think his point was, you think naming things Google or, or Amazon, or Amazon right. it's, it's the quality that you bring to yeah, the Yeah, I find that to be true. I feel like people stress far too much on – I actually just made a post about this on Instagram um, last night. They stress tar- far too much on the marketing and the idea of trying to quote unquote trick somebody right. into buying their product. Right. And whenever they should put that energy into creating a tremendous value and awesome product that solves a problem better than anybody else. Right. You know, if they didn't spend so much time worrying about where this period goes and where this this underline goes and what paper the label's printed on. I mean, all of those things are important because you don't want your product to look like shit. Right. But how about spending the same amount of time talking about the quality of the product or how it's going to solve a problem or right. how it's going to help a customer? Right. You know, and those are the conversations that <clears throat> the winning companies are having and the losing companies are not. The losing companies are having the conversations that you just mentioned. You know, oh, what should we name it? Right. You know, or should we right. name it uh, Unicorn Meat, you know, <laughs> 357? Oh, no, I think it should be Unicorn Meat 356. <laughs> yeah, you know, right. nobody fucking cares. Right, no. Make a great product and people will yeah. learn the name and – it will brand itself. Yeah. Another another company that whose name doesn't give any indication of what it does is Zappos. And I know you're a huge uh, – aren't you a huge Zappos fan? I yeah, thought, man. Tony yeah. Shea, dude. Tony he's Shea, a, yeah. He's a fucking innovator of yeah. modern business, in my opinion. Yeah. You know, you talk about you talk about somebody who has dissected the the key to 
to uh, you know growing a business through through cultivating good culture and belief and values. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, he's the man. Yeah. I mean, if you haven't studied that, if you own a company and you have employees, and I don't care if you have one employee, ten employees, or a thousand employees, and you haven't read that man's book, uh, Delivering Happiness. Yeah. You're missing out. Yeah. He's he is a uh, he's a true genius. And, yeah. and I'll be honest, man. That book. That book, reading his story, watching him, learning from him from a distance, has made me millions of dollars. Yeah, I mean, well, that's look, a great endorsement. Yeah, yeah, I mean, and if but I'll bet you half the people listening won't read the fucking book either. <laughs> you know, but because they, they think I'm exaggerating, I'm not right. exaggerating. Right. The book made me millions of dollars. Right, fucking read it. Right. Well, you know, we uh, we mentioned that we're going to talk about peer group, uh, the, the people that you surround yourself with. Um, in many cases, that's going to be the friends you surround yourself with. And I, you know, I was thinking about our friendship and I know how much you, uh, you like to razz me about being a former pastor. And it just dawned on me why we're friends, you know? Why, well, why well, is that? Well, well, I'm a former pastor, so, you know, I'm a lot like Jesus and Jesus was a friend to sinners. Hey, man. So. Makes sense to me. <laughs> so that's what, well, what do you want to talk about when it comes to... You, you, you're always saying, Andy, that uh, your, your, your peer group largely determines your success. Let's, uh, let's unpack that in the next couple minutes. So you know that what the cultural hot term now is on, on social media, right? Right. When it comes to like, you know, oh, I'm doing something and people are what? They're haters. Okay. Everybody's yeah. a fucking hater, right. you know? Okay. It's, it's you against the world. Yeah. yeah. I, I could appreciate that mentality, Yeah. All right. And sometimes you got to lie to yourself and, and, like, everybody hates you just to yeah. get motivated. I right. get that. Right. All right. But here's the reality. If you're going through life and you're being a normal person and you're not really trying to do much of anything, you know, I'm a, we're in the fitness business and a lot of people are like, oh, I've, I work out, so I have these fucking haters. No, you don't have any fucking haters because you mm-hmm. work out. Mm-hmm. Dude, you're, you're mentally creating limits in your own brain. And criticism in your own brain that do not exist in reality. Right. Nobody's fucking hating on you. You don't have haters. Now, if you're actually doing something, if you're creating a business, if you're creating a culture, if you're creating a project, a product, and you're doing something, you're seeing some success, you are going to have people that don't like that success. They're right. not going to be comfortable with that right. success because of a couple reasons. One... Your, any of any success that you have reminds people of what they could have done had they just done the work that you did. Right. Okay. And by the time you've achieved any suge- any success, you're in a situation where they can no longer go back and do that. You know, there's that saying uh, that uh, what is it? The 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 best time to plant a tree was 20 years ago. Right. But the second bl- best time to plant a tree is today. Right. Right. Mm-hmm. But people that people that aren't willing to do the work don't think like that. Right. All right. Mm-hmm. They think like, oh, look at Vaughn. You know, he's doing well. He's done this and this and this. And, you know, he's just greedy. He's he's uh, self-centered. You know, he's just, uh, you know, he thinks he's too good for us and blah, blah, blah. Well, yeah, you know what? Um, there's nothing wrong with that. Right. You right. Know, what's wrong with not wanting the same thing that you've always had? Right. There's nothing wrong with that. Right. You know, and so you are going to make people uncomfortable when you have big dreams and you have big goals and big ambitions. You're going to make people uncomfortable and people are going to criticize you. They're going to say, oh, why are you doing that? Oh, you don't have to do that. Or you're wasting your time or, you know, you're a dreamer. You're you're unreasonable. Dude. That's part of the fucking deal. Right. You know, anybody who's thought anything big. 
has heard those things. Right. You know? You know, I wonder if there's a little bit of intelligence, and you were kind of talking about this, but a little bit of intelligence in trumping up the idea that, oh, I have haters, because I think people inherently know, even if they're not super smart, that, well, it's kind of like Winston Churchill said, you have enemies, good. It it shows that you stood for something. That's right. So people want to act like they have haters to sort of give the impression that they are accomplishing something. You think it's that? You think they think that deeply about it, or maybe no. I'm giving them no. too much credit. Yeah, I think you're giving them too much credit. Yeah. I think most people, most people invent, invent resistance. Right. They think they're letting their own internal voice, which Seth Godin calls it the lizard brain. Yeah. But they're letting their own internal voice that we all have mm-hmm. dictate and create boundaries for themselves mentally. Right. Okay. Right. So like, you know. For example, I'm into cars. I, I have... A, a, you are? Yeah, I have a nice <laughs> collection of cars. I'm, I love cars. I've loved cars since I was a kid. Yeah. I'm not apologetic for it, and if people don't like it, I really don't give a shit. Right. But I take pictures of my cars, and I post them online and all that right. shit, because right. I think it's cool. Right, yeah. There's nothing cool. wrong with that. Yeah. All right? Now, were you a Hot Wheels guy when you were Oh, younger? yeah, dude. Yeah, okay. Dude, okay. Micro Machines, Did Hot you ever, Wheels... I, do they? I, I, you know, I have a, I have a little girl, but she's not old enough to know if it, I, I'm not. I, she's not old enough for me to know if this toy's still around. But do you remember those Tyco sets that you, like, you put the, you put the cars on these tracks, and they were like electric tracks. You put. Oh yeah. You it, yeah. Yeah. Do, do like, people, yeah, like the trigger thing. Yeah. Do people do that anymore? I don't know. Those were sweet. Though. Those were awesome. Anyway, yeah. sorry, I got you off. Dude, you track. remember the tracks, the orange one with the orange ones? Oh yeah, and the like glow in the dark ones. I used to get my and ass had, beat with those. They had GI Joe. That's and what my dad used to spank ones. me with. That's hilarious. yeah. Now if dad spanked the kids with those today, they end up in jail. <laughs> That's true. You know, but yeah, the the. That's true. I know there's people out there listening that got their ass beat with the orange race tracks. Yeah, that's true. But uh. But, but uh, you know, here's the deal. I have a theory on Hot Wheels, by the way. We're going to get off subject. Okay, well, I have a theory on Hot Wheels that, dude, successful kids play with Hot Wheels. Yeah. Because they get into cars. Cars are expensive. Yeah. It gives them a natural goal, you know, through life. Yeah. I've never met a successful guy that I know that didn't play with Hot Wheels. Yeah. Personally. Yeah. So um, I should you want mention- your kid to, to get in the entrepreneurial mindset, buy him some fucking Hot Wheels. Yeah, I should mention to uh, our listening audience, if there are any executives in Hot Wheels, we are very open to a corporate sponsorship. So <laughs> contact Andy at Andy at MFCEO. I just want some Hot Wheels, man. Yeah, well, that'd be great. Um, but no, man, you know, <clears throat> I don't think people, I think, you know, I used to be very reserved about posting pictures and letting people see what I did because I always thought that people would hate me because of it, mm-hmm. you know? And I'm like, man, if I post that, nobody's going to want to shop at my businesses. Everybody's going to fucking hate me and blah, blah, blah. Right. And, dude, you know what? I had a conversation with my buddy who is a very successful guy. He's also a car guy. And I said – and he's, he owns a couple different uh, high-end cars. He's got a few Lamborghinis. He's got a McLaren. And he's – and I'm like, man, dude, you know, he was just driving wherever – I mean, he drove him everywhere. You know, he drove him mm-hmm. to the gym. He drove him right. to get coffee. I mean, that's what he drove every day. And I'm like, Todd, dude, don't don't you employees like get really fucking pissed at seeing you drive those cars and your customers? Like, don't they like, you know, think that's like bad and right. blah, blah, blah. He goes, he looks me like dead in the eye and he just he goes, do you want an employee that working for you that doesn't aspire to be successful? Hmm. Good response. And I'm it really like kind of unlocked my thinking like, hey, I'm I might be just imagining this shit. And so, you know, I took my time and I posted a picture or whatever, one of my cars and dude, people fucking loved it. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So like all the things I was telling myself were total bullshit. 
Right. You know, and I had imagined that everybody would hate it, and and then they did it. They loved it. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And Absolutely. so when you have to think about like, um, you have to think about are are you really having haters or are you hating yourself? Right. Are you putting own thoughts in your brain? Do you have any concrete evidence that you have somebody that's hating on you? And mm-hmm. it, dude, mm-hmm. hating on you is like trying to fucking sink your business strategically somehow. Right. You know, like it, it's not like, oh, fuck that guy. Right. Dude, here's the reality of life. It's, it's 50-50. It's Republicans, Democrats. Mm-hmm. It's fucking Ford Chevy. Mm-hmm. All right. You're not going to appeal to 100% of the people. The most people that you're going to appeal to is 50% of the people. You right. are far better off spending your time appealing to the 50% that already like you and making them love you than you are trying to appeal to 100% and making them like you because the most you're going to get there is fucking average. Right. You're going to get vanilla. You're going to be nothing. You're going to mean nothing. You're going to stand for nothing. You're going to make nothing. Right, right. So where do you want to be? Right. You know, and, and, and dude, people spend too much time thinking like, I've got to please everyone. I've got to make everyone happy. I've got to make everybody like me. Mm-hmm. And when you do that, A, you're dulling down your shine. You're dulling down what you stand for. You're choosing to stand on the fence and be in the middle and be like every other fucking sheep out there. Mm-hmm. And the reality is, is that that's not what life is about, man. You, It's okay to have your own beliefs. It's okay to stand for things. It's okay to have an opinion, mm-hmm. you know, and those are things that make you you. And I feel like people spend so much time worrying about what everybody else is going to think that they end up not even living their life. Right. You know, right. they end up living a life that's not even theirs. They end up living the life that, that they think everybody else wants them to live. They get to be a hundred and they're on their deathbed and they're like, fuck dude, mm-hmm. I didn't do anything. Right. And taking, taking what you were saying about the 50, 50 thing. It basically, there are you know you could there are people who are are going to see your car and they're going to celebrate your success and there are going to be people who see your car and resent you for and it. And there's nothing I can do to those people. Right. I can't. Right. I can't do anything to those people. I can't affect their thought process. They're so far gone. There's nothing I can say or do to fix right. it. Right. So it doesn't make a difference. And I know you you uh, brought this up a while ago. You and I were talking, and you were saying you know you you used to be really self conscious, kind of like what you were saying. You used to be self conscious about about driving these cars around, but now that you aren't, you there are all sorts of stories where you're running into, you know, you're pulling up into a gas station and little kids are running up and they're just Dude. amazed and it, it, it provides a great opportunity to brighten some little kid's day. You have no idea how much of that it is. It's 10 times more of that than it is any negativity. I have never one time had a negative experience in one of my cars, right. ever, not right. once. Right. Now, maybe when I drove away, somebody said, hey, fuck that guy, but I don't know that for sure. So right. if I were to think that, I'd be making it up in my head. Right. Right? Right. And honestly, do I really give a shit? No. No, because it doesn't matter. Right. You know? Right. Fuck, I'm fucking driving away in my Lamborghini, <laughs> smiling. <laughs> yeah, right. I'm having a good fucking day. Right. Uh, if you don't like it, tough shit. Right. Go so- do the shit that I did for the last 20 years. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Absolutely. Right. So, totally. so, dude, let's, let's be real here. It doesn't fucking matter what other people say. And see, and that's where this gets dangerous. Where it gets dangerous is, is that people listen to what other people say, and they take into consideration what other people say when they're not even saying it, all right? right. So people mentally create, quote-unquote, haters in their mind, pretend they're saying shit, and then don't do shit to appease people that aren't even really saying negative shit. Right. Right. It doesn't make any sense. No, it doesn't. 
It doesn't. Do you, do you understand what I'm saying? Absolutely. So you're you're basically talking yourself out of being great. Right. Right. You know what I mean? That's what it is. It's Absolutely. you talking yourself out of being great. Absolutely. Now, the, I, I, I can imagine there's people out there in the, uh, in the listening audience who maybe they were dropped on their heads when they were kids or they had one too many, uh, I don't know, sniffs of... Do you, sniff, do you sniff glue? or you sniff, I was going to say sniff I marijuana. Know, See, I don't even know if you... Do you sniff marijuana? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, man. I, you know, I, I, I don't know. Anyway, no my, comment. And, 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 <laughs> anyway, my point is, is that they're probably thinking, what? Okay, wait. I thought you were going to talk about peer groups. Why are you talking about haters? And, and what the rest of you don't realize is that you guys are playing checkers and uh, we're playing chess because what we're talking about here is the be- very foundational truth of your peer group. It's either going, you're either going to be surrounded by haters or you're going to be surrounded by people who want you to succeed. That's right. So flesh that out a little Look, bit Look, here's more. the thing. You only have so much daily energy. You don't, you've only got 100 units of energy. And if you spend 80 of them trying to appease people that are negative and pulling you back and telling you things like, you don't need to be doing that, why are you doing that? Constantly questioning your dreams, making you doubt yourself. You know, I don't know if I, you know, I don't know if I should really do that because mom and dad think that that's stupid. Blah, blah, blah. Like, dude, all this shit, you spend your time dealing with that, you don't have the proper energy it takes to move forward. So people think that they can maintain a peer group that's negative because they have these weird, these weird feelings of like loyalty. Like, oh, I've known them my whole life. So what? Right. Oh, I, oh, they're related to me. So what? Right, right. If they affect your life in a negative way, it shouldn't be fucking in your life. Right. So they tell these stories themselves about being loyal to these people who have nothing good to offer these people, don't support them, don't encourage them, don't push them forward, and they feel like they need to be around these people. Right. Because of obligation. And maybe, dude, and maybe they need to be in their lives, per se, but they certainly don't need to be the primary influence. I mean, in dude, life. I'm pretty cutthroat. Yeah. Like, <laughs> like, dude, if somebody fucks with me in terms yeah. of like what I'm trying to do, right. they're out. Right. That's it. Right. I look at it as a sports team. Right. All right. You're, you're cut. Yeah. I've got my own sports team. I'm I'm trying to win the fucking Super Bowl. Right. And if you're on the team and you're you're hindering that, mm-hmm. you're fucking cut. Right. That's how right. I look at it. Right. And so not everybody has no not that's something I've grown to do. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. and any any person who has truly built something from zero to big, mm-hmm. and we're not even big. We're what you would consider, I think, like small and medium, you know, but like I'm talking billion dollar companies. Those, those people don't surround themselves with the people they grew up with just because they grew up with them. Mm -hmm. You know? Mm -hmm. So the idea that you can surround yourself with people who are negative and hold you back and still be successful is total bullshit. Mm -hmm. You can't Mm -hmm. do it Mm -hmm. because you only have so much energy and that energy has to be spent on being creative, on being productive, on talking about moving forward, on working with people who are also like-minded on moving forward with projects I mean, there's just a multitude of things that you have to do to be successful. And spending that time worrying about what Aunt Susie said about your dream or right. your friend from kindergarten said about your new car is fucking not one of them. Right, right. You know what I mean? Yeah, absolutely. So, I mean, my hope, and I know it's your hope too, is that the MFCEO project is going to be different from other, you know, quote-unquote motivational speakers or success podcasts. We're not about just giving these broad, you know, cliches, and we, we want to unpack it and, and, and share the truth. So I have a two-part question for you. Number one is the term negative, as in negative people or haters, that's pretty broad. Yeah. So uh, unpack, like, what are specific 
uh, let's see, character qualities. And then the second thing I, I, I want to, and, and maybe I'm getting ahead of myself, but I would really like to know, I mean, sometimes people who are negative are really sneaky about it. Like they're passive aggressive oh, or they're sort of, so talk about like things, character qualities in people to watch out for. And maybe even some of those things that people do that are not overt. They're not over there going, man, I think you're going to look, fail. man. If somebody's fucking neutral about your goals and dreams, they're fucking negative. Okay. If they're neutral, like they're fucking negative. Yeah. That's it. Yeah. The easiest way to identify negative people is if they're not fucking clapping when you fucking win, if they're not supporting you, if they're not telling you, dude, go do that shit. That's awesome. I think mm -hmm. it's cool. If they're neutral, don't say anything. That's cut them. Okay. That's how you know. Yeah. That's how you know. So you don't wait for them to say, like the two part question you just asked me, mm -hmm. if you, if you cut everybody that's neutral, yeah. <laughs> you take care of both of it, right? <laughs> take care of everybody. Yeah. So, so dude, if they're neutral, they're negative. Yeah. In my book. Yeah. Now, not everybody is like, you know, to what we talked about a minute ago, people are going to be like, oh, what about people you're related to? And they're, I can't cut my own family. Bull fucking shit, you can't. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. If you got a family member in your family just because they are related to you and they tell you constantly that you're, you're crazy, you're fucking wasting your time, you're, you need to get a real job, you need to blah, blah, blah. Dude, all the shit that people used to tell me, mm -hmm. dude, you get rid of them. Mm -hmm. Those people... Those people are not your friends. They are not helping you. They are not in this with you. Mm -hmm. You don't have time for that. Right. And that's a harsh reality. That's something that's very hard for people to accept. Mm -hmm. And a lot of people will, I get emails a lot. I can't believe you said that. And sometimes I get emails from people that even I'm related to. And they're like, I can't believe you said that about this. Well, dude, I'm sorry. But that's the fucking truth. Right. You know what I'm saying? You cannot spend your time around people that don't believe in you and aren't genuinely happy for you, your ambitions, your success, or support your work. You can't do it. Right. You don't have, nobody has enough power or strength or energy to do that. Right. You know? Um, it's, it's, it's like, dude, when you have a bad girlfriend or something, you know, and she's telling you you work too much and you're, you're not this and, you know, dude, I can't tell you how many fucking dreams have been shattered Mm -hmm. because of fucking bad girlfriends. It's like the worst thing ever. <laughs> uh, that's, because, the, that's the social media quote today. No, nah, dude, it's dream killers, man. They're yeah. fucking dream killers. Bad yeah. girlfriend, pff, yeah. worst thing ever. Yeah. Because, dude, you you love them. You, you, you care about them. You want the best for them. You're working to build a life for that person, and they're telling you, you're not spending enough time with me. You, you work too much. You're this, you're that. You know, well... Well, dude, when, you, when you're fighting that battle at that close of a relationship, it's impossible to be successful. It is literally mm -hmm. impossible. Mm -hmm. Now, do you think girlfriends are particularly bad, or can there be bad boyfriends, too? Oh, yeah. But, bad obviously, you know, <laughs> that's, they're, that's, I'm talking about both sexes. Yeah, but, yeah, right. You know, I'm just talking about anyone, man. Right. You know, um, but a lot of times it is the people closest to you that you're not realizing are holding you back. Yeah. You know, and, dude, that is not, that's something that is not, if their ambitions don't line up with yours and they don't want to live the kind of life that you want to live, that's okay. Mm -hmm. It doesn't make them a bad person. Mm -hmm. It just makes them a bad person for you. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah, absolutely. So you have to look at it like your natures in terms of like what their nature and their standards are do not right. line up with your nature and your standards. And you part ways. There's no, there shouldn't be any animosity or hatred there. It's just right. the way it is. Right. You know? And uh, I feel like, I feel like people don't recognize how detrimental that is when you hold a relationship close to you mm -hmm. that is not supportive of what you're doing. Right. It makes it literally impossible. Right. 
Right. Now, as you're talking, though, it's going through my head, and I'm picturing the, the person who they, they kind of are messed up. I mean, they, they, they don't have their life together. And, they, and maybe their dad or their mom is saying, hey, here's how, here's how you can improve yourself. Here's how you're... And their response to their mom or dad or whoever is in their life is, oh, you're a hater, man. You're criticizing That's, me. You're all What's the difference? What's the difference between hey, the two Hey, man, things? some people are just stupid. Okay. That's the reality. Well, that's true. Some people were immature. Some people haven't figured it out. I mean, I think we've all gone through that. Uh, but that. point being is that you're not saying that, no. that somebody who's offering you legitimate no. criticism no. is a hater. No, there is a huge difference between legitimate criticism and quote unquote hating. Right. If they're saying, hey, Vaughn, you're doing this wrong and this is how I think you should do it. That's criticism. Right. If I'm saying, hey, Vaughn, you fucking suck. That's hating. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And you're never going to get better. No. So yeah. pay attention. Is somebody offering you a way to improve mm-hmm. with their criticism or are they just offering you criticism? Because right. that's how you identify people who are quote unquote haters right. versus people who are just trying to fucking help you. Plus, I think you'd agree that when the people who are sharing the criticism approach you, you can usually tell by their demeanor that it almost hurts them to have to tell you yeah. this. And not only Whereas that, the other people you know, are like, pre-qualify the yeah. person, especially in business. Right. You know, yeah. If you've got a business person who's a, who is where you want to be and they, and they look down at you and they say, Andy, you're doing this wrong and this is how you should be doing it. I'm probably going to fucking examine the way I'm doing it mm-hmm. and listen. I have a mm-hmm. few people that I listen to on a, on a, I listen to them very carefully when they speak. Right. Okay. If the person's where you want to be and they're telling you like, Hey, this is wrong. And you should do it this way. That's, that's probably constructive criticism. Mm-hmm. Don't get all mad and act like a little baby and cry. Right. But if somebody who is on a, the same level as you or lower mm-hmm. and they say something like, Hey, you're doing that wrong, blah, blah, blah. Dude, you kind of have to take that with a grain of salt and learn to trust yourself. And if right. and, and and accept the fact that if you make the mistake, it's your mistake, you have to own it and you'll you'll learn from it. You know what I mean? Right. But but here's the reality, okay? We're talking about peer groups. And the thing about peer groups is this. Peer groups are called peer groups for a reason. Mm-hmm. All right? What would your peer what would you define peer group as, Vaughn? Well, the, the people that you're surrounding yourself with. But they're peers. What does that mean? Oh, people on your level, right? On your level, which yeah. way? Uh, horizontally. Okay, so they're similar to you in income. They're similar to you in success, in, in lifestyle. In, in, and in what, basically what you're trying to do in life. Okay. Yeah. So they could be similar to you in a million different ways um, or, or similar to you in some ways and then different in other ways. So like we're yeah. talking about business here, entrepreneurship. Right. So we're talking about entrepreneurial peer groups. Mm-hmm. All right. These would be people who are like-minded right. by definition of peer group. Right. These would be people... At least in the, the focus of their lives, the topic, right. the topic matter of their lives. Yeah. That's right. So the point I'm trying to make here is this. When you're not in business and you go into business, those people who are your friends that you surround yourself, that you drink beer with on Friday night and Saturday nights... Mm-hmm. They are no longer your peer group. Hmm. You're outgrowing that. Mm-hmm. Okay. When you earn a hundred thousand dollars a year, you're probably going to be around other entrepreneurs that are earning the same amount. Right. Okay. They're going to have things to talk about. When you grow out of that group and you grow to a million dollars a year in income, that 
if you spend your time around that other group, that's not going to be productive for you. They're going to, they're, they're probably going to hold you back. They're probably going to not like the fact that you've been more successful than them. And they're probably going to not support you the same way they did when you were on their level. That's mm-hmm. just human nature. Wait, so I, I want to be clear here. So you're saying that if you get up to where you're doing a million dollars, you don't suggest hanging out with entrepreneurs who have only made several hundred thousand? I'm using it as an example. Okay, okay. I'm saying that I'm using that as an example to describe the process of growth. When people grow and you're growing past what was previously your peer group, those people are no longer your peer group anymore. They're, they're, do you understand what I'm I saying? Got, yeah, I got you. So I, I'm not I just saying have to, I just specifically. Have to play devil's advocate. No, no, no. I'm not saying specifically. I have friends that make nowhere near the income I make. I have friends that make a hundred times what I make. Mm-hmm. Okay. There are exceptions to what I'm saying. Right. But generally, who you want to spend your most time about and take advice from is going to be people who are similar to you or slightly more successful or, or, or a lot more successful. Right. You see what I'm saying? Right. So right. you have to always work to put your energy into cultivating a network of success. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. if you're spending all your time trying to build something great and trying to do something that, that other people aren't willing to do. And then you go out to Thursday night softball and spend Thursday night through, through Monday morning drinking and partying with people that don't give a fuck about being successful, dude, that's going to affect you. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? That's Absolutely. going to, that's going to, it's going to affect your ability to concentrate. It's going to affect your ability to believe in yourself. It's going to affect your ability to think on a larger scale. Mm-hmm. And that's why I feel like, a lot of people who are very successful become reclusive because mm-hmm. a lot of people just can't fucking think the same way that they're thinking. Right. You know what I mean? Right. I have very few people that I spend my time with. I'm very picky about who that, who right. those people are. Right. Because I don't want to put anything into my ears that isn't, that is going to affect me in a negative way. Right. Okay. So once again, just to, just to play devil's advocate, you are a huge proponent of individualism, having a strong personality knowing who you are in the world and just doing it, regardless of what other, other people think. What if somebody says, Andy, I get it, but honestly, I'm such a strong personality, I'm such an individual that I can hang out with all these screw-ups because it's just kind of fun to go out drinking, and they're not going to influence me. Show me their pay stub. Hmm. Yeah, that's a good uh, – yeah, I don't know. I, I would guess you're right about that. Well, I – I'm, I could be right or wrong, but I, yeah. I believe I'm right. Yeah. People yeah. can say that shit all they want, but here's the reality. At the end of the day, you still have 100 units of energy, and you can spend it positive or negative. Mm-hmm. You can spend it constructive, or you can let it fucking pass by. Mm-hmm. The reality is, is that if you don't use that energy the right way, if you don't use that energy to build on, on top of positive energy, you, you, it's going to be hard. Right. It's, it's too fucking hard. Right. Right. It's just too hard. Okay, well, we've been spending uh, time talking about haters and the people you shouldn't hang out with and people you want to avoid in your peer group, but l- talk a little bit about the, pe- the kind of people that you want in your peer group. What do those kind of people look like? What's the, maybe the, what's the first thing that you would say you look for? We're talking group? about entrepreneurial peer groups. Right. We're talking about – I'm not talking about, you know, anything other than that. Mm-hmm. So clearly we're talking about we're, people – We're not talking about Bible study groups? No, we're, yeah, <laughs> not today. That's next episode. <laughs> 
the the thing is, is we're talking about entrepreneurial peer groups. We're t- right. so if it, would you if you're an entrepreneur, the the it's pretty much understood that you have a business and you're trying to be successful, right? Financially, right? Okay, so go find people who are also trying to be successful right. and, and financially successful, you know, and run a business. Mm-hmm. You know, it's mm-hmm. very simple. That's who you should be surrounding yourself right. and spending most of your time with. And 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 if you can. People that are more successful than you is, is where you should be focusing, mm-hmm. you know, and that's where books become such a good resource because I know people are going to say, you know, oh, I don't know anybody, you know. Right. Well, well, that's why they write fucking books. Right. You know what I mean? Right. So go read a book. Right. You know? Um, yeah. So by, by definition, I would assume that most entrepreneurs are by definition hardworking. I mean, I've, oh, never, yeah. I've never heard of I a mean, lazy entrepreneur. Look, man, but, you know, it's all the basic stuff. It, it's... It, it, is this guy a good dude? Is he is he a good guy? Does he do the right thing? Yeah. Does he, does he work hard? Does he work as hard as you? Does he mm-hmm. work harder than you? Mm-hmm. Um, is he a giver? Does he does he does he help you when you need help? Is right. he willing to you know those all the basic things you yeah. know? Um, we we talked one time. It was it actually it was getting ready for your book. We were putting together thoughts for your book, and you were you were talking about the how maybe in some ways above a lot of other character qualities, you really value loyalty. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So, you know, your peer group, you want to surround yourself with. Yeah, yeah, people. yeah, for sure, man. I mean, and and people, people, a lot of people claim to be loyal that really aren't. Mm-hmm. Um, How would you define loyalty? <laughs> might be. I, I I think I'm being too academic, but come on. No, I I feel like I give you a good example. I, the best way is to tell a story. Um, okay. When I was in college, I had a girlfriend that. <clears throat> I was in love with and, you know, all that stuff that you do when you're in college. And uh, I'm allergic to onions, okay? Mm-hmm. I cannot eat onions. What happens? I, I get sick. Like, like really bad? Like real sick, like for like two days. Okay, but it's not like fatal. I know some people no, no, have no. shellfish right. type of thing. No, it's not like that. But anyhow, I can't eat onions. So when I go to order anywhere, I'm always like, hey, you know, I want this. There's not an onion. I'll ask, is there onions in it? No matter what it is, no matter if it says it on the, on the menu or not. Because a lot of things have onions or, or they're cooked with onions that doesn't say it on the menu. So I always say I made a habit of it for, for as long as I can remember. So I was in college. I was with this girl. We went to the sandwich shop. And I ordered the sandwich. It came with onions. And, and uh, I looked at the lady. I'm like, you know, I, I'm sorry. You know, I asked for no onions. She's like, no, you didn't. And I'm like, no, I'm pretty sure I did. Yeah. First mistake is arguing with the customer. Yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, regardless, I, I I order everything that I order with no onions. So mm-hmm. I was like, no, I'm pretty sure I ordered it with no onions. And my girlfriend at the time, she's like, you didn't say no onions. Mm-hmm. And I looked at her. There's like 15 people in line. My blood just started fucking boiling. Right. And I thought about that. But the, the thing is, is, you know, when you're loyal to somebody, you fucking go ahead and say that they said no onions. You don't fucking call them out for saying that they didn't say no onions. Right. When they said when if they said it or not. Right. You see what I'm saying? Right. Pull somebody aside. You say, hey, I, you know, I didn't think you fucking said uh, no onions that time, but you know, you know what I'm saying? Well, absolutely. You and I both talked about how our wives would yeah. would have told us. Right. But later. We, they would have told us later. Right. Yeah. Yeah, so, she didn't have your back. She was no. she was not concerned so about making you look bad. So that's the definition of loyal. It sounds yeah. stupid to people, but you know, people always give you little signs about if they're loyal or not. 
Right. You know, and, and uh, it's basically coming down to having your back no matter what the situation calls for. Right. And, and sometimes you're going to make mistakes, and that person should still have your back and then pull you aside and say, hey, you know you fucked up there, right? Right. You know what I mean? Right. Right. Um, Absolutely. And to me, that's loyalty. You, you mentioned I'm, – I'm going to backtrack just for a second. You mentioned givers, and um, I don't know. It's selfish on my part, but just flesh out what you mean by that a little bit more just because that's – Dude, you want to surround yourself with people who are going to who, – who, who are selfless. You mm-hmm. know, people who are going to do things – for you and help you without an agenda. With, yeah. Without an agenda, not just because you're paying them or because whatever, you know, they're right. just good people who are, who, who love you and, and help you. You know, if you, if you don't have people around you that are selfless and willing to contribute and you have to contribute back to them, that's mm-hmm. where people really mess up. Yeah. But that's you know, key. Yeah, yeah. It's totally, yeah. but, yeah. but you know, you're, it's going to be really hard, man. It just takes yeah. a team, you know? Yeah. And I don't know. I, I feel like there's there's not one or two qualities you can identify with a, a good person to hang around with. But if you're talking about entrepreneurial people and peer group, you want to be around people who are going to fucking support you, who are going right. to encourage you, who are going to, who are going to believe in you, who are going to think big, and and they're going to want to have similar goals that you have right. for themselves. Right. And, and dude, that's what, that's what cultivates, you know – energy man it cultivates it cultivates positivity it cultivates big ideas it cultivates big action you know that's what cultivates success and when you hang around people that think small and have negative opinions about you and and don't want you to be successful because it reminds them of how unsuccessful they've been and it makes them uncomfortable you know you never you can't make it with that kind of attitude you only have so much energy in a day right to put out and if you spend that time with negativity on negative people, you're never going to be able to spend the amount of energy it takes to be successful. Mm-hmm. And you won't be successful. Right. Because being successful takes a lot of fucking energy. You mm-hmm. see what I'm saying? Absolutely. So, yeah. So you can't, you can't limit yourself because other people don't believe in the same things you believe in. Right. You know, and you've got to think about like other things too. Like, you're sitting here thinking of these big, giant goals, and I want to do this, and I want to do this, and then you've got people in your ear telling you that you're selfish, or mm-hmm. that you're greedy, mm-hmm. or that you're this or that. Or that you can't do it. Yeah, or you can't do it. But here's the thing. If you have people that are going to make you feel like a bad person for doing, having goals like you, like you want, or that you have, mm-hmm. you're going to eventually start to believe that, man, or you're at least going to think, man, am I a bad person for wanting to do this? Am yeah. I materialistic? Yeah. Am I this? Am I that? No. It, there's nothing wrong with wanting to be successful. Right. You know, we have um, <clears throat> we have unlimited abilities and, and potential as humans, but it's so you have to release yourself from the restraints of other people's opinions mm-hmm. and other people's limiting beliefs. Mm-hmm. Because the, no matter what you say, no matter how strong you think you are, no matter how tough you think you are, no matter how driven you think you are, if you have people around you putting in negative seeds in your mind, those seeds are going to fucking sprout. Right. And it's going to make it hard for you to, to move forward. Right. I mean, I can tell you right now, you know, for me, I realized that in, this is 2015, I realized that in, in about 2010. You know, in right. 2010, I, was, I wasn't making any money. I cut everybody negative out of my life I could in 2010. Mm-hmm. Everybody. 
and, and, you know, girlfriend, it didn't matter. Mm-hmm. Anybody who, who told me I couldn't do shit, I got, I got rid of them. Right. You know? Well, let's talk about that, Andy, and I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to ask you to do some, something very difficult. I'm going to ask you to put on your Dr. Phil hat. Um, because, you know, all kidding aside, you are a strong personality. Um, and not everybody out there, even if they're, you know, committed to their success, they're committed to entrepreneurialism, they're committed to working hard, all the principles that they, they should be committed to, they're committed to. But they just might be gentler, maybe a little bit more timid souls. I want you to, to speak to those people and say, okay, here's the person in your life that you need to cut out of your life. In some cases, it might be a parent or a, Dude, it could or a be, family member. It, listen, it could be a parent. It could be a brother. It could be a sister. Right. It could be a spouse. Right. So, so I know, because we've talked about this a lot, I know that you, you're not encouraging people to be pricks. You're, you're no. encouraging them to be firm with people. So kind of well, – Ultimately, it comes down to this. It comes down to one thing. Do you, what do you want? Right. Do you want to be successful? Do you want to build a business? Do you want to do all these things and achieve these goals that you have for yourself? You know, the fucking dreams that you have in your mind that you don't tell anybody about? Mm-hmm. Do you want that? Or do you want to live somebody else's life? Right. Because other people are telling you you can't, because other people are telling you you shouldn't, or you're greedy, or you're, you're unreasonable. Mm-hmm. You have to make a choice. And the choice is, is either <laughs> get rid of the people who are putting those thoughts in your brain, and, and be successful or give up on your hopes and dreams and goals for yourself and go live the life that they think you should right, live. Right. Okay, so somebody says that and says, Andy, I totally agree, but, man, it's still going to be hard, so how would you tell me to go about doing that? Look, man, I can't tell somebody how to, like, break up with their girlfriend. <laughs> no, you know? well, actually, that would be kind of funny. Yeah, I mean, you know, I'm, I'm a very direct person. Yeah. You know, I how, get to how, did you, how did you break up with that girlfriend? Uh, I don't really remember. Yeah. I just said I was done. Yeah. Which I was. Yeah. Good person. Great, great person. Yeah. We just, I, you know, I think very highly of her. Mm-hmm. It's not even a negative thing. It's, mm-hmm. I'm very happy for her mm-hmm. as a person. Mm-hmm. Um, but not, it's just, it just, dude, we didn't go together in yeah. that way. Yeah. What she wanted to do and what I want to do are two different things. Right. And, and you know what? All the points she made from her point of view, were valid. Yeah. Was I selfish? Yeah, I spent all my time working. Did I want bigger things? Yeah. Was I not happy with the life that we had? No, I wasn't. So all those points were fucking valid. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And her points matter just as much as my points. Mm-hmm. So the point is, is go live the kind of life that you want to live, and I'm going to go live the kind of life I want to live. And that's right. what we did. And and there's no there's no animosity, and there's nothing wrong with that. Right. You right. know, I... People, people put too much emotion into these kind of decisions, you know, and, and I know somebody's thinking, oh, my God, you're making – it is emotional, you know. Right. Well, t- dude, look, what do you want? Right, right. Look, I, I, I think that the biggest takeaway people need to think about here is this. You have to make a decision about what you want, okay? It's not a pretty decision all the time. It's not a fun thing to do. It's, it's not an easy thing to do, but you have to decide. Do you want to build the life that you've always wanted, or do you want to live somebody else's life? Okay? Mm-hmm. Because you can't have both. Mm-hmm. And to, to build the life you wanted, you have to surround yourself with people that are going to support you all the time. 
They're going to help you. They're going to make your life easier. The life of an entrepreneur is a hard life. It's a lonely life. And it's something that is not for everybody. And when I say lonely, the reason it's lonely is because you have to make cuts on your team, man, like we talked about earlier. Mm -hmm. And the amount of people who are going to believe in the level of success, if you're a big thinker, might be a very limited amount. And that's okay. But if you spend time worrying about what everybody else thinks and living your life to everybody else's standards, you're never going to make it. And that's, that's the choice you have to make. So cutting, cutting out people that are negative, cutting out people that are, that are close to you, um, even if they're related or whatever you have to do. I'm not telling you to go fucking put yourself in isolation, but I am telling you that if you want it, you've got to surround yourself with positive people. And that's, that's the bottom line. That's good stuff, man. Um, well, I think that's about it for today. Um, yeah, if you want to, if you want to, we're always looking for questions. We're always looking for feedback. Uh, you guys can hit us up, uh, the MFCEO.com. Um, if you have ideas for subjects you want us to talk about, we're, we're always open. We always want to hear from you guys. Um, you know, we're always looking for new ideas for things to talk about. If you're an entrepreneur, you have a question, um, you want to answer, we'll get back to you. Uh, we might make it a show. I don't know, but yeah, there's actually uh, we have officially created a button called Ask Andy on the uh, MFCA.com. Oh, I don't even know what's going so, on. Man. Yeah, yeah. Well, Look that's that. why you got me. So, yeah. but so uh, hey, just hit the button and ask me. Yeah, that's right. It's this really, great idea I had. I made it up myself. Yeah, exactly. So, all right, you want to take us home? Yeah, guys. Um, thanks for listening. Hit us up uh, the MFCA.com. Um, if you're not, hit me up on social media. It's at Andy Frisella on Instagram. It's An- Andrew Frisella on uh, Facebook. Facebook. Yeah. Um, you know, I'll get back to you. I try to answer all my emails uh, the best I can. Uh, we'll have plenty of content coming up on the MFCEO.com, and we'll, uh, we'll see you next time. Yep.